Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. (laughs) Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Interstate Heating. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All aboard! The Crazy Train with Midwestern Shooters Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors on 1250 WSSP or 105.7 The Fan. I'm here with Tom, Dan, myself, John, just uh, hanging around. Uh, We have Greg Nimick, special guest in, and Greg behind the board. Yeah, good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, so what do you guys got on your mind? You know, I got to mention this uh, several times during the show today. Okay. Every half hour. Okay, do it. Smokey's Bait and Tackle Shop out there in beautiful Pewaukee on Pewaukee Lake. Uh, instead of waiting for the trading post, like I said, I got to do it every half hour. They have boats for sale. They've got five 14-foot aluminum mural craft boats, as is, 100 bucks. These were rental boats, 100 bucks a piece. And they've got one 12-foot aluminum Alumacraft, $100, as is. So they got six boats for sale, all $100 a piece. I mean, and it, and it is worth it. It is worth it. The aluminum ones? Those, yeah. Yeah? It's the extra ones. 100 bucks. That they don't have room for. <laughs> well, I'd buy one, but I live by John, so I wouldn't have room for it either. So, because yeah. he's getting rid of it, yeah, wouldn't be bad. You can throw those in the back of a truck. Roof, yeah, yeah, up of the roof. Yeah, they're although, light. They're light. Although ideally, I think maybe a twelve-foot boat better. was better for the bed of my truck. Yeah, I've thought about getting a little uh, type little John boat or small little boat that a guy can. You know, take to some of the small little area lakes. Like Beaver Lake, where it's a carrying. Beaver carry-in. Lake. Everybody a, needs a little Beaver yeah. Lake once in a while. Yep. I mean, it, it's a carrying only, so that would be the place that for something like place. that. How about North Lake, huh? Would that be a good place to go, North Lake? Uh, launch is too big. Or they got that. <laughs> or or you might get run over by a 27-foot bay liner. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Because they got that yeah. monst- monster launch there. Well, I'm just waiting. You know, I said that this year I was going to be nice about that. I was going to be calm, cool, collected. Uh, well, just be yourself. This year. But 
in 2017, which is coming around in a few months, I won't be anymore. Months? Yeah, it's coming around in a few months. This yeah. is still 2016. October, November, December, yeah, so January. Then I'll start hollering again because I, I, I just it, that that just perplexes me why the state just doesn't build the launch out there. They've got the land; you just build it. You know, it's easier to ask for forgiveness than it is to ask for forgive uh, Listen, permission. They're too busy <laughs> spending money on a trolley downtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Let's build a choo-choo train. Ridiculous. <laughs> Just do it and destroy the 30,000 emails. Just do whatever you want. You yeah. can cover up anything in well, this but, world. But now they'll pay for that because they're going to add $60 to every registration if you're in Milwaukee. Oh, yeah, I know. They're what? upping that. Yeah, if you live in... The city of Milwaukee, their car vehicle registration is going up $60. What? Well, they, it hasn't passed yet. It better not but pass. It hasn't passed. I wonder why people are moving out of Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Wow. $60? Uh, they're fleecing you? Added to the 75 that's already. It's a wheel tax. And wheel. there's also talk that it could be 60 bucks per wheel. but they would... Per wheel? They don't know about that one. <laughs> so that's to pay for the trolley? Oh, yeah, pay for the trolley. That yeah. none of us are going to use. Nobody's going to use it. It Nobody. goes 10 blocks downtown. Walk. Take the bus. Yeah. Drive. So you're too fat yeah. from eating brats at Summerfest anyway. <laughs> Start. Take a walk, Chunky Cheeks. Yeah, you're right. That's what you got to do. That was well said. Well, good. Huh? It was well said. Thank you. I'm glad you like that. Tom, what are you doing over on the com- You trying to look up our emails or something? No, yes. Have we got any? Yes, that's what I'm doing. I'm... Uh... It, uh, I, I think NASA launched uh, Apollo 3 faster. This, uh, you know, we've been having problems with this. Evidently. <laughs> you know. So we're, we're, we're in there now. While so you're... if anybody, I'll just mention it real quick. If anybody wants to email us live during the show, they can go to ceoguys at yahoo.com. I've got it up. And Tom will figure out how to yeah. get to it by three weeks from now. We'll yeah. get back to you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, while well, Tom's <laughs> I, I'm busy. done now. I'm done. Oh, okay, I'll shut up. Go ahead. No, what go we ahead. Got? I'm done. No. You did all that to find nothing? Well, no. I, yeah. Well, there's nothing there. Oh, boy, that was, that was a useful <laughs> endeavor. Okay, lots of things going on this weekend in the exciting uh, uh, southeastern Wisconsin area. Uh, today... Today, folks, now, for those of you with children, or perhaps you have grandchildren, uh, today uh, they got Sturgeon, the 11th annual, I believe, Sturgeon Fest is going on today at the Lakeshore State Park from 11 a.m. to 3. And let's see, um, what they got going on is a deal where they wanted you to register online uh, by 6 last night, but you can still show up and, and try and register. And what they do is it's for kids where the kid can kind of like, uh, I believe, register and adopt a sturgeon. And they got these little sturgeon. They're going to let 1,100 of them go. And the little kids get to release them into Lake Michigan. Oh. So I saw, I went online and checked it out, and they got some little kid yeah. holding the little sturgeon and yeah. releasing it into the pristine waters off the pier there. Um, so um, yeah, it's pretty interesting. They've been doing this now as part of, I believe, a 25-year project or something. Um, they've actually found uh, fish released here as far as Escanaba. They found a, oh, wow. one of the 2012 fish they found as far as Escanaba, and they've found some up to 30 inches. Uh, the rearing facility that they use, I forget the name, name of the rearing facility, 
but they actually pump in water from the Milwaukee River. Mm-hmm. And the thought is that eventually they will return here. Yeah, hopefully. And I think yeah. some, and, and, uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, um, uh, I'm having a brain fart. Here. Well, I'll think. Okay. Blaine Zarek, Warden Blaine Zarek, uh, they did a thing on the Milwaukee River this summer and they did find some sturgeon. So far, I think they've released 13,800, yeah. I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're going to actually be releasing them <clears throat> from 12 to 2. Uh, but first, they're going to have a, a blessing by a Native American mm-hmm. gentleman. Oh, good. And, 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 uh, and I think they have food and stuff, too. So it sounds like a great thing to yeah. take your kids to today. I think John's going to be there. Or dr- just... John's going to be there dressed in a sturgeon suit. Yeah. Or just maybe you can, if you don't have kids, just rent a kid. I, I, in fact, I was going to start a little business. You know, business. it's called rent a kid. Okay. So you want to rent a kid. Oh, here you go. Rent a kid. Here you go. Take them to the park. You know, maybe you, you know, can impress the chicks that you're a nice fatherly figure. Or here's another one you can go to. Today as well, the, at the Milwaukee Public Museum, we have the Wisconsin Bat Festival. Mm. And they're going to have live bats, including this giant, giant, I think it's from South America, called the Flying Fox Bat, something like oh, that. Fox Bats, What are yeah. they going to pitch it with? Um, uh, what, are they, what do you mean, pitch it with? Oh, bat. A baseball bat? Uh, you talk, oh, you hit, a, hit a, some type. Da, 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 did da, you read da, that da, on da, the internet, funny. John? Also, <laughs> listen, for the kids, this is great. John might like to do it, too. They got an inflatable 70-foot cave. And you can crawl through this cave. And it's like a real cave-type experience. And I guess they're going to have, like, stuff that you can reach and touch, like old bones and, you know, dead bats or whatever. You know, Yeah, you can, you know, maybe you can find a troglodyte man in there or something. Um, So that's going on. And they got seminars all day long. So it sounds fascinating. So anybody wants to know anything about bats... Again, these are kid things to do, and it's raining outside. Get the kid off yeah. the video game. Get him off the computer. Throw him in the cave. Throw him in the get, car, crying him, all the way, and take him down and say, crawl through that cave. Crawl through that cave. Get bit any by luck, as many bats as you with can. With any luck, you won't right. come out. Okay, here's another one. Havenwood State Forest. Uh, they've got a... Oh, a snake. they got a snake festival going down at... Uh, Havenwood State State Forest from 10 to 4. Uh, the kids, they're going to show them Wisconsin snakes. They can touch the snakes. You know, they can, you know, get bit by rattlesnakes and, and cool stuff like that. Uh, they got a hike. Uh, there's, they do have food. You can buy it. You can buy a lunch. And they then the kids can, like, paint snakes on rocks and so forth. Uh, so that's another, another. So three events yeah. going on, family-friendly events today. Greg is shaking his head over there. What's the matter, Greg? You and um, snakes don't get no, along? No. No. Why is that? I'm like Indiana Jones. I'm stakes flying the other way. Yeah. You know, I'd, I'd be interested to go down there and see if they've got any of the uh, rattlesnake species that are actually native. We talked about yeah. the one that's called, what the guy said, it's called a Massasaga or yeah, something like yeah. that. I think then, you got that right. And then yeah. I think the, um, the, what is it, the eastern diamondback or mm-hmm. timber rattler is up there in those hills along the Wisconsin River. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe they'd actually have some actual examples of those mm-hmm. to see. They, you probably can't hold and pet those. <laughs> no, not those. They got the little garter snakes for that. Pro- probably. <laughs> I'm, I'm, probably the, I'm guessing they let you touch the uh, fox snakes. 
Yeah, little garter Otherwise snakes. Otherwise known yeah. as the pine snakes. Yeah, yeah. Those and the garter guys. snakes. And, and they probably have some pets. The grass snake. Yeah. And <clears throat> I don't know. Do we have any rat snakes, the black ones in Wisconsin? I wouldn't doubt it. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not really up on my snakes. How about you, Greg? You up on snakes? No, he's not up on snakes. You don't like snakes. <laughs> oh, come on. Don't be such a girly man back there. Man up. Grab I'll, the I'll, snake. I'll deal with anything. You name it. I'll deal with anything. But when it comes to the, snakes. The, most, snakes. the most fascinating snake, in my opinion, is the hognose snake. Oh, yeah. Do you know what they do, yeah. Tom, when danger approaches? I don't know, but they, don't they have that little uh, thing sticking off of their nose, or is that the horn something the snake? The horn schwaggle snake. <laughs> yeah. okay. The, uh, the, um... No, I lost my train Go of ahead, thought. though. Horn, what, what kind of snake was it again? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm pulling it, John. My brain just went totally blank. Now I know what it's like. Someone turned the channel off. The uh, hognose. Hognose. The yeah. hognose snake. They will, I'd read about this, but then I observed it firsthand in Missouri while hunting the uh, the wily tree rats. I was walking through and I'd always watch my feet and there's a snake and it puffed up and started hissing. It acts exactly like a venomous snake, but that didn't deter the fearless squirrel hunter. And when that failed to scare me away, it rolled over onto its back and threw up a frog. Really? Yeah, and I had read, you know, being as I'm greatly learned and knowledgeable, and I read a lot, Tom, I had read that they do that. It actually puked out a frog. Why did they do that? They play dead. Oh, okay. It's a snake that plays dead. How about that? Yeah. That's weird. Oh. Probably like your wife does each night. She rolls yeah. over. Yeah. When you're getting frisky, she get rolls up, over yeah. and plays dead. Hey, I get up and... I don't, she throws up a frog. <laughs> but she would if she could. I, I, get up and, I get up and beg and she plays dead. <laughs> that's that's called doing it doggy style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, with that, folks, we got to take a break. break. Yeah, we got to go to a break. Oh, boy, do we ever. Uh, anyway, we'll be right back. By the way, we want to welcome our, our new sponsor, Interstate Heating in Sussex, but... Don't let the name fool you. Interstate Heating also does cooling and ventilating and all kinds of stuff. They're right out here in Sussex, Wisconsin. Interstate Heating, 262-246-4772. We'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, coming to you live from the Interstate Heating Studios. And we're heating things up, my friends. Yeah, we just got a phone call and said that uh, the 12-foot Alumacraft at Smokey's Muskie Bait and Tackle is sold. That one is gone. So now they have five 14-foot Miracrafts for 100 bucks a piece. Boat sales are yeah. booming, I tell you. And uh, Bushy, what are two of the dumbest things ever invented in America? Well, we were just back we were there just... having coffee, and and uh, I almost accidentally grabbed a pack of the decaf, 
And Tom fortunately fortunately caught me, and I, I said to him, I said, you know, two of the dumbest things we ever did anybody came up with is decaf coffee, coffee and non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> What's the point? Why are you right? wasting your money on it? Hey, hey, well, just look at it. Uh, you, you can't drink and drive. Why do uh, taverns have parking lots? Well, you can drive there, but just not drive home. Oh, a, a place to leave your car, I guess, John. You see a lot <laughs> of that. Leave it over. Leave it overnight. You see, you see a lot of that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't go to bars. Yeah, I don't know. I guess they got parking lots because you leave your car overnight there. That's why my rent a kid idea would be so good. You could have the kid drive you home. Yeah, rent the eighteen year old. Rent a eighteen kid. or older. Rent a driver. Yeah. No, that happened uh, about what? two months ago what? in Milwaukee. What or somewhere in Wisconsin? A couple got intoxicated. And let their twelve-year-old drive home. Their twelve-year-old. Twelve-year-old. Did they, he make? Did they make it? Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> okay. Now, back in the day, before everybody was pulling everybody over for everything, I got a good friend of mine who shall remain nameless. He was up hunting, bear hunting, years ago, in northern Wisconsin, with a bunch of uh, sheriffs mm-hmm. and cops from his area, and they're all up north, and they proceeded, and he was. Uh, like 15, I believe, they proceeded to get trashed in some local up north bar, and they had him driving, and they got pulled over by state patrol. And uh, they showed him the badges and stuff, and okay, let him just head on down the road right to the cabin. Really? That was back in the day, you know, when cops never gave each other tickets, and uh, okay, you're too drunk to drive, well... Here, you blow in this. Maybe you can drive the car home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, back yeah, in the day. Yeah, they, yeah. They, yeah. They, they, they weren't as hard hammered. I had a like friend of mine one time. He, we were, uh, I was out, and he said, okay, I'll see you next, see you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. 20 minutes later, he's back. I said, what happened? He goes, cop pulled me over. He says, I, I blew .27. He says, they wanted Macintosh to drive, but he blew .26, so here we are. <laughs> cop actually dropped him back off, and you know what the dumbass did. He... He snuck back to his car and drove home. Oh, geez. Oh, no. Yeah, that's yeah but that back in the day, you know. Yeah, that's not good. I, he'd when, still be in prison today in today's world. He'd be breaking rocks somewhere. Yeah. He'd be building a highway. When, uh, when Chain I, gang. When I was 14 years old, uh, one of my buddies uh, borrowed his parents' Rambler. Uh, it was a Rambler. I forget what. what it wasn't a station. Wagon. It was just a Rambler, whatever model it was. And uh, we were... Going on a little joyride, right? And he's turning a corner, and he sees kids from school. So he starts waving, but forgets to turn. <laughs> you know, forget the rest of the turn. Ran right into one of those cement light poles. God. I'll never forget the cop coming over, and the cop says, uh, "Let me see your license, young man." And and my buddy's going like this with his finger. Uh, Come here closer. <laughs> you know, I don't have. I one. took, I took a, I took a sign down in my Trans Am. Oh, First week I had it, I was racing my brother on uh, what Shano Avenue in Green Bay, and he had a big jacked up javelin. And he was with the, you know, the back yeah, end was yeah. so high. So he's in the right lane. I'm back behind him. So I floored it and I'm flying by. I'm going to pass him in the left lane. And he slowly switches lanes in front of me. He couldn't see me with that big back end. And I was going too fast. So I had slammed on the brakes, 
turned the wheel, and I, I hit a median, blew the tires out, and took a sign down with, with, with the front of my car, smashed the brand new car. And I remember the cop came up to me, and he looked at me, and he goes, well, what'd that light pole ever, or what'd that sign pole ever do to you? And he didn't even give me a ticket, because I, I think he felt sorry for me. I mm. felt like crap, right? So my dad, I never heard, I never knew this. My brother told me this about a year ago. Normally, you get a ticket for destroying city property, right? And I'd flatten this metal sign. So my dad got my brother, Tim, and he took the, my dad had a beater van at the time. And he got like these, uh, he got like these green coveralls and these orange slip-on safety vests that look like, like a city worker and hard hats. And he dressed himself up and my brother in that like they were city workers. They drove right into the middle of the road, put an orange cone out, and fixed the sign. <laughs> and we never got a ticket. I never got a ticket for destroying it. Oh. But he put on, he just pretended they were a city crew and nobody yeah. questioned them. And nobody questioned They went and straight and fixed the sign. Sometimes. Dad was pretty smart sometimes. You just got to <laughs> do things in, in open sight of everyone and they won't even ask you. Hey, we got an email. This is from Wayne in Waukesha. He says, good morning, guys. I'm about to head to one of the Waukesha Muskie Lakes, not Lake X. The one upstream. I was going to start out fishing the windward deep weed edges. Do you have any other suggested for this time of year? I normally fish muskies in the summer. Thanks. Just upstream from there? Oh, maybe he's going on Okachi. Uh, well, if you want to fight the wind, Wayne, <laughs> fight the wind. I mean, that's not a bad idea. It's just a pain in the butt trying to hold it on those deep weed line edges. I'm sure he's got suckers and that, and he's going to be casting. But uh, it's just always tough working, see, working those weed line edges see, on the windward side. See, my problem if you're fighting the wind, see, you got to let that sucker do a lap dance in front of that muskie. Yeah. I mean, you got to work it just nice and tantalizing in front of him. I like to work a nice, slow, controlled drift. And yeah. Just slowly work it, pause, yep. stop, move, pause. You know, let him, you know, so when you're just flying, um, yeah. I, I, it, it is difficult. Unless unless he's going into the wind and he can control his speed, that he's going slowly, which you should actually... You That's know, what you, they say for boat control. Yeah, you should always go do. into the wind, yeah. But if, if you're in a situation where you can't control it and you're buzzing by, you're, you're better off literally going to the less windy side of the lake and work it. Because there's going to be fish there too, Wayne. There's going to yeah, be fish I, there too. Here, I would just say, like Bruce Lee says, be like water. Be like water. That's it. Be like water. That's all he says. No explanation. Be like water, my friend. Yeah, be like water. Be like well, water. be the ball. Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is, is like I remember last year on a on a windy, windy day, my friend Sal and I were out on Pewaukee, and it was it was one of those nasty days, you know, like we've been having. And we went, and the wind was coming out of the west-southwest, so we went all the way to the western end by the island in front of the county mm -hmm. launch there, and we went along that southwest shore. And uh, and actually, we did good. Yeah, we did good. We caught one legal and uh, one big pike. But the thing was is that even though it wasn't the windy side of the lake, it was fine. You know, there were fish there. There were other boats fishing there, too. Yeah, I don't think the fish the go, hey, hey, the wind's over there. Let's yeah. go. Let's move across now, the lake. Well, you know, the thing. Back the, up the, the fam and yeah, the head over there. The theory is, or what we read in all the books, is that the wind pushes in the bait fish, then the smaller fish follow the bait fish, and then the bigger fish, smaller, follow but I, those but fish. I think but it's, 
Those fish didn't read the same I books. I think it's got to be a prolonged <laughs> yeah. period of time. Well, we if ha- the wind just switched this morning, no. it's not like they all packed up shop and mm. moved over there. You're right, exactly. Think about it a little You're bit. Right. It's common sense. Yeah. I mean, it has been windy all week, but it's been changing. The direction has changed several yeah. times, you yeah. know, so I mean, it's moving around so those, a bit. Those, those yeah. muskies are in the middle of the lake. They look like squirrels in the middle of the street. <laughs> they don't know which way to go. The wind's switching yeah. this way. It's switching that so, way. So, Wayne, the best advice we can tell you, stay on the calm side. Don't beat yourself up. Right. Stay on the calm side. Oh, relax. Right? Yeah, and with that, we got to go to a break. Coming up next is the gut report. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, the gut report is coming up next. Uh, Yeah, and what else? Oh, this is 105.7 FM, The Fan, and 1290. (laughs) We are presented by Interstate Heating. What did I say? 1250. You said 90. Well, I meant 1250. You're supposed to know what I mean, not what I said. (laughs) Yeah, that's WSSP 1250 on the AM dial. So we are presented by Interstate Heating in Sussex. We'll be right back. Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. The Gut Report is brought to you by V Marchese Produce and Discount Liquor. Well, you know, folks, when you're making any kind of soup, I made a, a chicken noodle soup, this, uh, or I should say a chicken soup or, during the week. And, you know, the thing is, is that a lot of times people want to make dumplings with it. And I've got such a simple recipe for dumplings. This is so simple. Anybody can do it. One cup of flour, one egg, a pinch of salt, and a half a cup of milk or water. What I do is I go half and half, half milk, half water. You mix that up, and when uh, when the, the soup is boiling, now you can be any kind of soup that you want. Uh, you just drop that in the liquid. Just drop it in, like, tablespoons or, you know, whatever size you want, teaspoons, tablespoons. Just drop it in the liquid, put the cover on, let it go for, like, another... 10 minutes, and the dumplings are perfect. Now, here's the thing, though. If you want to spice up your dumplings, you can add any kind of seasonings that you want, any kind of herbs or seasonings or whatever you want. My wife happens to like them plain, okay? I mean, she doesn't have much of, uh, you know, she doesn't like any heat (laughs) or any green things floating around in there. But a lot of times, you know, I'll like to make them Italian style or whatever, put garlic powder in there. You can even chop up onions and put them in there. You can add different herbs and spices. So just remember, it's real easy. For dumplings and your soups that you're making, one cup flour, one egg, a pinch of salt, and a half a cup of either milk or water. It's easy. Easy peasy. Uh, what's the rest? Really easy. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, Want me to come up with something for that? Well, yeah, think about it a while. Yeah, easy the... peasy, and we don't mean sleazy. There you go. The Gut Report was brought to you by V Marchese Produce. When quality counts, you can count on V Marchese Produce. Insist on the best. You can visit them at vmarchese.com. And by Discount Liquor, where you'll find the best price, selection, and service at 51st in Oklahoma in Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow in Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to discountliquorinc.com. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly! Um, and we are coming to you live from the Interstate Heating Studios. Um, I was going to say, uh, I wonder if uh, uh, Discount Liquor has a wine that goes with dumplings. You know, I've, <laughs> I, uh, I've never been a dumpling fan. No, no. See, some people are and some people are never been a dumpling fan. I don't yeah. know. It's just kind of like some kind of little tasteless kind of... Well, like, see, that, uh, see, I've always a felt... A white kind of yeah. like a... Um, 
bready kind yeah, of a thing. I, I agree. That's why I like to spice mine up. I'll put jalapenos in them and I'll put herbs in them. You know, I mean, I'll I'll spice them up so they actually taste like something. Not like you. But like they you also said. had what chicken and dumplings, right? Yeah, but so you, you had to throw it in the chicken broth so it tasted okay. Well, Otherwise, what's the point of the dumpling? Well, that's why I say you got to spice. It's got to be up. high carbs. It's got it can't oh, it be is. good that's for why, you. Well, that's why I didn't. You eat can't it. even have I, them anymore. I didn't, I didn't even eat them. How are you doing on that diet, by the I way? Lost over twenty pounds now so far. Congratulations! Yeah, so far. Yeah, that's John hollering from the couch over there. <laughs> So yeah. you've lost 20 pounds. At least 20. I didn't weigh myself uh, in the last week and a half, so I think I might have gone a little bit Are you bit more. working your way back into your skinny pants? Uh, or are there no such thing as skinny pants I don't in, think your, I have in the new Bauer household? I, I don't think there's such things as skinny pants. Kohl's. That means you have to go <laughs> no, to Kohl's no. and buy some new pants. No, your no. wife will gladly. Actually, actually, I bought a new pair of jeans last night. Uh because I needed some that would uh, fit me, some smaller ones. So, boy, that had to hurt. Yeah, that was buying wonderful. new, <laughs> buying new stuff. That had to hurt, John. Oh, my you, God. Know, you know what that means, Bushy? What trading post? We got some jeans for trading. sale. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. Wait a minute. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we do the trading Only post. Only wore twenty yeah. times. Nope, nope. Greg, use Greg. Greg. You know, selling his used just, clothes. Just, I've never heard of that in my life. You know, just because you're the producer doesn't mean that you can uh, rip, and, start ripping. And don't me expect too. him to give them away either. He's going to want some money. Lima bean green jeans. <laughs> oh, by the way, that Frank, they match the shirt exactly. that he gave away. That Frank guy showed up last week. Yeah, got that outdoor Wisconsin shirt, that polo shirt. Is he wearing it or is he? Going he's going to wear it. Yeah. And and I said to him, uh, I says, what color would you call this? I mean, it's a cross between like. Gray, green, brown—I don't know. It's a—it's a—it's a weird. I—I I, I think it's taupe, top, something like that. Anyway, it's one of those weird taupe, top, taupe, taupe, taupe. It's one of those weird colors. I don't know. No, I've never I heard of know. that. That's another yeah, word no, I've no, never that, heard of. Taupe. Yeah, that's a. You color. keep coming up with all there, this stuff I never heard of. You, you'd be surprised how many weird taupe. names they got for colors that are out there. There's yeah, very weird. But anyway, only so women can pick them for their bathroom colors. Yeah, here in during the trading post, and we'll keep this going till seven o'clock. If you have something to sell or you're looking for something to buy, you just call us here at seven nine nine twelve fifty. That's four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty, and uh, tell us what it is. Give us your name and phone number, and some hopefully somebody will call you. And right now, Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle out on Pewaukee Lake has five fourteen foot. Aluminum Mirocraft boats for sale. They are $100 a piece, as is. They now, don't granted, leak too bad. No, actually, I don't even think they leak, really. They're just dented. They, they, they come with a little bailing cup no, they, tied to a <laughs> no. they fishing got, string yeah, they got, in the back. They got a few dents. You know, people aren't always the nicest dents. to those boats. Yeah, they got a few dents, dents. in them. They look, look like... <laughs> We're in a demolition derby. No, they're not that bad. Don't listen <laughs> well, to him, folks. Listen, let me they're talk not that bad. <laughs> hey, but I'll tell you what. What do you expect for a hundred bucks? Listen, <laughs> you know. I'll tell you why they're dented. Years ago, one of the first times I ever met John Lehman over here. Gotta tell you this. Yeah. All right. Well, I didn't even really know John that good. I went to Smokey's, and he had rented to some Mexican guy who couldn't speak English. And and John is yelling at the guy to. T- to turn the motor this way and drive it this way. And the guy kept running the boat. 
bang, 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 <laughs> right into the pier, right up on the shore. <laughs> John's beside himself. He's, no, go this way, go that. And the guy kept going the exact opposite. And finally, John couldn't handle it anymore. And he just threw his arms up and walked into the shop. <laughs> Little did he know that same guy would be leading a crew putting a roof on the Anthony a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> oh, I've, oh, I've seen some good ones. I've seen where Ron will be telling people, okay, this is how you let the motor down. This is what you do. And you know how many people sit the wrong way? They sit using their right hand because they're right-handed, so they sit the wrong way oh. instead of sitting to use their left hand. Well, this was – and. And they're usually you. They have a real hard time, like direct right. oh, steering yeah. it, or even pulling the cord. Well, this was because John it. couldn't speak Spanish, and the oh. person couldn't understand the directions <laughs> was the problem. But geez, oh yeah, they so they got a little banged up. But no, you're right. They're 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 seaworthy. Yeah, they are. And for a hundred bucks, that's a great deal. I mean, for a hundred bucks, geez, you can't get nothing for a hundred bucks these days. Yeah. You might get a couple. Old so, shirts oh, or jeans from Tom yeah. here. But I got to tell people, if you're interested in one of those uh, Miracraft aluminum boats, those 14-footers, you got to uh, call Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle, and that's at 262-691-9659. You got to give them a call and uh, or go out there, and they'll set you up with one of them. And one you, of the technicians will yeah, point you in the right direction. Exactly. Hey, we got to go to a break right now. So we'll be right back, all right, uh, with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors with John Lehman, Dan Bush, and myself, Tommy the True Newbauer. Welcome back to the Interstate Heating Studios. This is the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. And now, ladies and gentlemen, if we do have any gentlemen listening, we got sodbusters out there, I know, uh, who are gentlemen, of course. We have our Hornschwaggle segment, 799-1250. And Tom, do you know what they can win? Yeah, $10 gift certificate to Bucky's Fine, Fine meats, meats and Sausages. In McGuanagall. Now, it's yeah. interesting. I don't know. Did I talk to you about steaks at Bucky's at all? Yeah, last week. Yeah, I did think I so. Yeah. I talked about the hot sticks. But when yeah. I was sitting in the okay. goose blind, one of the local guys who lives in McGuanagall said, hey, you know what? Because we always talk about the sausage and brats. He said, uh, you know, he says, I go there and get their steaks. He says they got some fine steaks there. And uh, so, yeah, I'm going to have to pick up one of those gosh darn good steaks sometime. But 799-1250, you can get a $10 gift certificate, and I'm sure that will be well spent at Bucky's in McWanago. Yeah, and all you have to do is answer two out of three questions correctly that Danny's going to give you on the outdoors. Might be fishing, might be hunting, might be birds in the state, snakes in the state, who knows. But two out of three questions, they're usually usually easy questions you know you don't have to think too much about them but you get a 50 50 shot at it two out of three chance there yeah and uh so 799-1250 call now be the contestant while we are waiting for our lucky contestant uh october 8th the racine uh root river um that facility that they have over there from nine to three 
is going to have that thing where they can observe the salmon. Mm-hmm. So that'll be next uh, October 8th from 9 to 3. They've also got a kids' casting contest. And then they got, here's what I'm wondering, they got salmon spawning de- demos. How, how would you do a salmon spawning demo? Don't know. I mean, I can see that you can watch the salmon spawning, but they got spa- sa- salmon spawning demos. So do two guys dress up in salmon outfits and pretend bang against each other like they're spawning? Yeah, we'll get John in a salmon that... outfit over there. <laughs> I want to be the male salmon. I don't want to be no female salmon. Oh, God. Yeah, salmon spawning and... demo. It's like a little play, they little skit they put yeah. on for the kitties. And after the Hornschwaggle, we got a couple of emails from Jack. He's got some stuff for sale. Now we prefer people to call it in, but I'll I'll read it. Hey, listen, you know, you can bust, the, blow yeah. the dust off that email and use it for something. Yeah. Even now that you can get into it. All right. Who do we got there? We have Mark from Franklin. Hello, Mark. Hello. How you doing? Good, man. Thanks for listening. You know how the Hornswoggle works? Yeah, I do. Okay, here we go. Shotguns. We're going to talk about shotguns today. So here we go. They've got 12-gauge. They've got 20-gauge, 16-gauge shotguns. So a 12-gauge shotgun uh, is 12 centimeters across the diameter, and a 20-gauge shotgun is 20 centimeters across diameter, and a 16-gauge is 16 centimeters across diameter. Hornschwaggle or no hornschwaggle? That would be a hornswoggle. That is a hornswoggle. Yes, yes, indeed. Actually, if we are going to, let's let's educate the masses out there, Tom. Uh, the board diameter, let's see, 12 gauge, 0. 0.729, 0. 0.670 for a 20 gauge, 0. 0.615, 28 gauge, or 20 gauge, no, 16, whatever. And 410 is actually the only one that's actually accurate to what it's. In uh, centimeters. And I think it had something to do years ago, if you read the history, with uh, the heavy musket balls yeah. that they could put yeah. in for gauges. Yeah, something mm-hmm. like that. Yep. Okay, Siri. Next one. Uh, a 30-inch circle is typically what's recommended when patterning a shotgun. Hornschwaggle or no hornschwaggle? Man. I, 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 I'll say no hornschwaggle. That's a no hornschwaggle. Yes, indeed. You're t- wow, two. Good guess. Hey, can we give you... We'll give you the third one and see. Uh, years ago, when steel loads first came out for waterfowl, hunters were bemoaning the fact that they wouldn't be able to uh, sky blast and it wasn't as effective at killing waterfowl. But today's steel loads are super fast and are effective waterfowl killers. Hornswoggle? No hornswoggle. It's, uh, they are effective killers, so that would be... No hornswoggle. No hornswoggle. That is yeah. correct, my friends. They I blasted effective. a goose in a field last week, guys. Had to be 70 yards away, man. I couldn't believe it. Oh. Shot it in the head, but down it went. I couldn't believe it. Hmm. it. I was finishing one off that had come down from the sky from a previous shot, but I can't believe. And they're at 1,500 feet per second, a three-inch magnum load, 1,500 feet fast. per second. I've got yeah. this shotgun book in front of me from this, or a hunting book from 1968, and the fastest loads for three-inch magnums back then were like 1,315, 13, 15. Mm. They, they, they've got them up to 16, 1,700 feet wow. per second now. Wow. So they've really got some kick-butt loads. So we'll, get, we'll put you on hold, 
And Greg will get your information, and uh, we'll get that uh, Bucky certificate out to you. Yeah, thanks, Mark, okay. for calling. Hey, yeah, get up early to listen to your show. So, well, thank That's you great. very much. Thanks for being a loyal. Tell your friends. Yeah, thank you, Mark. All right, we'll get that info. Okay, here's a couple of emails we got for the trading post. I'll tell you about these real quick. First of all, Jack has got here. We go. Come on, load them. Hi, guys. Can you please put this on a tray? Uh, he's got for sale 1984 Jayco pop-up camper, good shape, sleep six, stove sink. He's asking 950 He's also got a 1993 uh, pontoon boat by Godfrey with a 35-horse outboard. Uh, it's still in the water on Pewaukee. He's asking 1800 for that. You can call Jack at uh, 262-744-2944. It's all in Pewaukee, everything. He says, thanks, guys. Love the show. And, yeah, wake up, John. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> so that's Jack. Let me give you the number real quick again. It's uh, 262-744-2944. And then, now I don't know if he just did, did this twice or uh, what, but, oh, yeah, it's the same thing. Okay. He, he, he just sent it to me twice, so. And then we've got Don the Muskie Hunter sending us something. You all know Don the Muskie Hunter. Don yeah. the Muskie Hunter. It says, don't forget to promote the Three Charlies Muskie Tournament on Saturday, October 22nd. Sign up now. Lunch included. After the tournament. Brats and Italians and baked beans and much more. I think Don went out and bought all the brats and Italians. Ooh, yeah. those are gosh darn so, good. So anyway, uh, yeah, that's right. October 22nd. Three Charlie's Muskie Tournament, and part of the proceeds go to stocking muskies. They did that last week. They were stocking what, uh, I forget how many, 350 muskies that they yeah. bought from last year's money tournament. But, I mean, you can still win money at this. And like I said before, if anybody wants to pay my entry fee, I'll fish with you. <laughs> Notice, notice, nobody's yeah. jumped at Tom's yeah. offer. Yeah, of I know. Jumping in and paying his yeah. entry fee. They, it, you know, they, they they don't want they don't need a liability like me in the boat, right? They don't need a liability. So, but anyway, uh, you can pick up entry fees at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle. So, I think can't you go on uh, Smokey's um, website and get that too? What? It's called SmokiesMuskyBaitAndTackle.com. It might be on the website. It might, might not be. Otherwise, just go out to the Smokies Musky. Talk to one of the technicians. Yeah, they, they should have some entries there. And this is a friendly tar tournament. You can win some quiche, but um, it's not, you know, blood, you know. Not blood, blood and guts. Blood yeah. and guts, yeah. Not blood and guts, no. We're not all that worried about blood and guts. Oh, and 50% goes back to the resource to get more muscalunges to plant next year. Mm -hmm. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. So it's not only does Muskie Zinc put muskies in there, uh, Smokies puts muskies in the lake. The DNR does every now and then. You know, so that lake has got a lot of muskies in it. Everybody's chucking muskies mm -hmm. in there. And, yeah, I said Muskie Zinc, yeah. John's talking to us from the couch. You know, it's too bad that it's like microphone... the man behind the curtain. Let's put a curtain up here. It's It'll too be bad like the that Wizard microphone didn't extend all the way over there. Yeah, we need ten feet. What? Extend the microphone? No, it doesn't extend, John. No, it doesn't. Watch this, buddy. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. Deluxe Danny Bush is gonna do some magic. Uh oh, what's he doing? He's tearing it apart. 
Ah, see, ah, that cord only went so far, Danny. Oh well. Yeah. And Greg, Greg is just sitting there smiling. He he could have told you, but he just wanted to. He was just waiting for you to. The do monkeys that. are breaking the studio in pieces. Oh, You're tearing it up. Folks, if you could see this, what's going on? I don't know. Uh, that's not John's going to move the couch. <laughs> <laughs> He'll just move the couch closer to the microphone. Yeah. yeah, there. You're all set. Have a seat. Lift up the microphone closer to your I wonder mouth. if you could take like a cup and a string and go to another cup and string. <laughs> Does that work, guys? Let's give John a cup didn't and they, a tr- didn't string. Didn't they as kids, didn't they have that, that, that where you'd, you yeah, know? Yeah. Well, maybe if it was a piece of wire. Yeah. Something, something that like would this. transmit the vibrations of this. Yeah. Well, sound, Tom. Yeah, sound is exactly. vibration. It's vibration, yeah. yeah. That's all it is, man. So, John, how's that working over there? Let's see. There we go. Greg's got them all set up, and uh, there we go. Pull that microphone closer to you. I'm surprised you didn't think of that. Oh, I've thought of this a long time ago. Well, why didn't you say something? <laughs> Look at that. He's, he's sitting oh. down over there. Okay. He's taking a nap. I think we got to go to break, and you'll probably be sleeping by the time we come back. Yeah. Well, no, you got to be for the start of the your second hour. You yeah. Be on. Yeah, you got to do the start of the yeah, second you hour. You got to rally, buddy. Yeah, this is the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoor with John, Tom, and Dan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 